When we lack discretion, when we lack modesty, when we dress for men's attention, when we flirt with other men, you know what, girls? It is not possible for our husband's heart to truly be safe with us because we're keeping the door cracked open to other men. And women may say, oh, it's just all in good fun. Oh, I don't mean anything. Oh, it's no problem. Yeah, it is. It really is. You know, Proverbs 11.22, it says, As a ring of gold in a swine's snout, so is a lovely woman who lacks discretion. Wow. That is not who God created us to be. And when we make those decisions, when we leave that door cracked even the slightest, it will not only affect us, but it will affect many others as well. But look at our definition of virtuous. We're called to be women of moral excellence, goodness of character. That's who God designed us to be. That's who he created us to be, wired us to be. So that's who we can be. And today, maybe he's just saying, come on, sweetheart, we can do this. Let's just make a little adjustment here. It's who he designed us to be. Let's look at one more example. There's actually quite a few in the Word that we could learn from their mistakes. We're just going to look at three today. Let's talk about Sarah for a moment. She and Abraham had a promise from God. They were going to have a child. And they waited, 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 and they waited some more. And she got a little impatient with waiting. She started doubting God. She became fearful it wasn't going to happen. She decided to take matters into her own hands, not like any of us in this place would ever do such a thing. <laughs> but you know what? Her life was so influential with her husband that she caused Abraham, this great man of faith, to concede and take matters into his own hands hands as well and sleep with her maidservant because she chose to walk in fear to walk in doubt to walk in the ability of herself her husband's heart was not safe with her ladies when we choose to get out of faith when we choose to walk in fear when we choose to doubt God when we choose to take matters into our own hands, or when we pressure our husbands to take action and to take matters into their own hands, their heart may not be safe with us. We've got to be women who stay in faith, who constantly trust God, not trying to make things happen on our own. And sometimes that's hard, especially when you've been waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting, and waiting some more, <laughs> right? But who did God design us to be? That virtuous woman who is brave, who is courageous, who is full of strength, who draws on the inner resources within herself because God himself dwells within us as his daughters, who draws on his peace in the process, who draws on his strength. We need to be that woman, that's who he designed us to be. 
So maybe we've blown it. Maybe we've tried to take matters into our, all, into our own hands. But we can get up, shake the dust off our feet, and say, all right, God, that's who you created me to be. I'm going to stand in faith. I'm going to stand with you and watch what you will do. Because he will. He will do it when we stand and we wait and we have faith in him. Do you see how the choices we make, the patterns that we choose in our lifestyle, will determine whether or not our husband's heart is really safe with us? It's not just about saying, oh, I can keep a secret. I'm good. I'm trustworthy. It's far more than that. It's a godly lifestyle. You might be thinking, wow, well, these women of the Bible didn't do such a great job. Is there any hope for me? Yes, absolutely. I promise you there is. Proverbs 31, 29 says, Many daughters have done well, but you excel them all. Many have gone before us, but God says, You can do even better. This is who I've designed you to be. This is who I've wired you to be. This is the DNA I've put in you. You can do it. It's just up to us to make that choice. So my question to you this morning is, can your husband's heart safely, confidently trust in you, feel secure with you, feel like being with you is a place of refuge for him? Does the way you live cause his life to expand and to increase? And it might be easy to sit here this morning and say, well, sure, yeah, I think so, absolutely, because that's what we all want. But let's bring it down a little closer to home this morning and find out, okay? Let me give you some other questions to help us evaluate where we're at just so we know if we need to make some adjustments in this area because we're all in process. We're all growing, and we can all become that woman more and more fully all the time. So let me ask you, what does your husband encounter when he's with you? How about first thing in the morning? What does he encounter when you wake up? Does he encounter, ugh, do not talk to me. You know I'm a grump in the morning. Don't talk to me till I've had my coffee. I can't handle anything. La, la, la. Don't. I need coffee. Is that what he gets? Or does he get a very stressed out person? Oh, my gosh. I can't believe everything on my calendar today. How am I going to do it all? How am I going to get it all done? Oh, my gosh. You're totally going to have to help me today. I cannot do it all. Never thinking at all about what might be on his schedule for the day. Is that what he gets? Surely not. How about at the end of a very full day? When you meet up at the end of a day, what does he encounter from you at that point? Are you a frazzled, worn-out, wrung-out mess? I have a friend who told me that her son decided to do an impersonation of her when she comes home from work. <laughs> Says, this is mom when she comes home from work. And he grabs her purse and her stuff, comes through the door, uh, plops down in the big chair, I'm exhausted. <laughs> wow. What would your family do if they had to do an impersonation of you? 
like, wow, just a little food for thought. Are you frazzled at the end of the day? Are you irritable? Are you ready to unload on your husband about everything that happened in your day and then proceed to tell him, and now you're just going to have to deal with the kids because I cannot take one more thing? Is that what he's encountering at the end of a day when he's coming to be with you to find that place of refuge and safety with you? God created us to be that woman that they can come to and find that place of refuge just by being with us. Can your husband trust you with the little details of everyday life, all the little things? How about the finances? Can he trust you with the finances? Are you a good steward? I remember years ago, I went shopping with a girlfriend. We were in a department store, and she had all this stuff she was buying. And we went to the counter to check out. I mean, she had that counter just loaded. And she's rifling through her purse, pulling out like five different credit cards and her checkbook, wallet, everything. And, and then she proceeds to tell the clerk, okay, now, these few items put on this card, these few items put on this card, these few items on this card, these few items on this card. For this, I'll write a check, and for this, I'll pay cash. And <laughs> I was standing there, and I couldn't help myself. I said, what are you doing? And she said, oh, you know, if you just spread it out, he'll never notice. <laughs> I thought, wow, yes, I think he will, and that's not being a good steward. Or, you know, maybe you're thinking, Wow, well, I've never done that. Have you ever bought an outfit and put it in the closet and left it there for a few weeks or a month and then pulled it out and put it on? Honey, is that new? What? This old thing? No, it's been in the closet. <laughs> God created us to be women who he can trust, who will be good stewards with our finances. What about in other areas? When you say you're going to do something, do you do it? You say you're gonna mail the bills or mail the taxes. Do you do it? Or do you get distracted and kind of go, a friend calls and wants you to go off here or there and you do and whoop, whoop, forgot to mail the taxes. That's kind of a biggie. Yeah, forgot to mail the bills. What about the errand he asked you to run? Do we remember to do those things or are we flighty and undependable? Because if we are, how can his heart be safe with us? How can he genuinely trust us with the core of his being? Remember our definition, who God designed us to be? It said, she does what has to be done as if she really wanted to. She makes it a priority. She doesn't grumble and gripe the whole time she's doing it either. We're created to be women who get the job done. Can your husband share his dreams, his ideas, even his burdens with you? Maybe you're thinking, well, I wish he would. He hasn't done that in a long time. Well, let's think about how we respond to him when he does. Or maybe how we responded to him years ago when he did. Maybe there's a reason he stopped. How do we respond 
Do we respond negatively? Are we the pessimist, glass is always half empty kind of person? Well, I don't see how that would ever work. I can't imagine doing that. What are you thinking? Do we respond that way? Do we criticize and judge him? That will never work. That's a dumb idea. We're deflating who he is. Those dreams are part of his heart. We're deflating who he is when we do that. Do we just ignore him when he starts to open up and talk to us? Because we're so consumed with everything else going on and all the other things we're trying to take care of? You know how it is. When you're trying to share your heart with someone and there's no response, what does it say to you? It says that they're not interested and you're not important. And sometimes we communicate those messages without ever meaning to. We've got to be women who recognize how we're responding. When he shares with you, do you take that information and run and share it with a girlfriend? Maybe you think, oh, well, I was good. I didn't say anything to him, but boy, did I pick up the phone and unload and say, can you believe what he is thinking? Do we betray his confidence? Does that mean that he has to be on pins and needles when we get together with friends because he's wondering, what do they know? What has she told him now? She can never keep her mouth shut. When our husbands open their hearts and share with us anything, their dreams, their ideas, even their burdens, things that they're carrying, they need us to be that one that will listen, that will encourage, that will believe in them, that will hold those things as precious, as a gift from him and pray over them, pray over those things, pray for him, encourage him, be his biggest cheerleader. That's who God created us to be. So in every area of our lives, and those are just a few examples to get us thinking, but in every area, ladies, if we believe the enemy's lies, if we lack modesty and discretion, if we doubt God and stop walking in faith, if we're an emotional time bomb who he knows could explode at any moment, if we're not dependable, if we don't show him that we believe in him, if we put him down, if he's on pins and needles, never sure what to expect the next time he encounters us, it is most likely that his heart will not be safe with us. And we won't be that wife that brings increase and expansion into his life. And I know that's who all of us want to be. But when we're not doing that, you know what it really means? It means that we become a drain. We actually detract from his life rather than adding to it. Have you ever been around someone who's a drain? Someone who pulls on you constantly? Is it fun? It's exhausting. And that is not who God created us to be. He did not design us to be women who are a drain and detract from our husbands, but to be women who enrich their lives. So, maybe you're thinking, okay, oh, there's a couple little areas maybe I could make a little adjustment. Maybe I need to tweak a little bit here or there. You know what? That's a good thing. 
We need to ask the Holy Spirit to show us where adjustments need to be made so that we can continually become more and more the woman he designed us to be. So what do we do when we realize that? We start. And we can all start today. We can start today becoming more of a safe place. More of a place of peace and refuge for him. And you might be thinking, okay, but how do I do that when the day gets out of control? How do I do that when I leave here and everything goes awry? And I'm frustrated when I meet up with him at the end of the day. You know what? First of all, and we all know this, but just a little reminder. Ladies, we've got to stay in the word. It's a lamp unto our feet, a light unto our path. It will keep us on track. And we've got to be talking to God all throughout the day so that when those situations arise, when that unexpected thing happens, when that frustrating thing happens, we give it to God. Because otherwise, if we don't, it all builds up. And then when he walks through the door, what happens? It all comes out on him. We've got to be careful not to take things out on him. So maybe you need reminders throughout the day. I know women who set the alarm on their phone to go off every couple of hours to remind them. And it may just simply say, give it to God. How many of you think that's a good idea? If you had a little alarm on your phone that went off every two hours, give it to God. Okay, a reminder throughout the day. Maybe you need to set yourself your little timer at home or the alarm on your phone or whatever an hour before you're going to meet up with your husband at the end of the day. Maybe he's coming home. Maybe you're going to meet him at the kids' ball game or at the dance studio or at the restaurant for dinner. An hour before that, give yourself a little alarm, a little reminder that says, stop, pray, ask God to help me be a place of safety, a place of refuge that will enrich his life. And you know what? If we ask God, he will help us. It's who he designed us to be. He wants us to be that woman far more than we do. But if we ask for his help, he's always right there to help us. He doesn't create us to do these things and then throw us out in the world and say, there, now go figure it out on your own. No, he says, I've sent the Holy Spirit to be with you, to be your helper every step of the way. We just need to call on him and ask him to help us. And, you know, maybe you start doing that. Maybe you start setting that little alarm for yourself. And um, I see people on their phones. Are you setting your alarm for yourself right now? <laughs> maybe you're going to start doing that. Can I just throw out a little tidbit for you? It's probably not a good idea to say, Honey, I'm turning over a new leaf. I'm setting in a little alarm, and I'm going to be this and that. You know what? Just keep it to yourself. <laughs> you don't have to broadcast it. Just be the woman God designed you to be. And then just watch what will happen. This is who God created every one of us to be. And so this is who every single one of us can be if we choose to. 
When our husbands can trust his heart to us, you know what? There is a whole new level of intimacy that we encounter in marriage. Our marriage will become greatly enriched. You know, in verse 11 there, we read it, it says that when his heart trusts in us, his life is enriched. And in marriage, when we get married, we become one. So if his life is enriched, what does that mean? Our life will be enriched as well. We will reap the benefits from it. And you might be here right now thinking, you do not know my husband. I'll trust, I'll let him trust me when I can trust him. When he changes, I'll change. Ladies, do not believe that lie from the enemy. That is a lie from the enemy that he tries to get everyone to believe. That he wants us to buy into that. But it will only sabotage our future. Think about it like this. Think about a bicycle. A bicycle has two wheels. And if they're both going in the same direction, what happens? That bicycle just keeps going forward in that same direction. So maybe in your marriage, he's doing one thing, you're not so crazy about it, but you're going to keep doing the same thing because you're not going to change until he changes. Okay, so here we go. Keep going in that same possibly destructive direction. But what happens when one wheel stops? The entire bicycle stops. It changes everything. And sometimes it's hard to do. It goes against our flesh to be the first one to change. But that's okay. We don't live by our flesh. God created us to be women who are brave, who are strong, who are very courageous, who are willing to do whatever it takes. And when we become that woman, when we do our part, just watch out and see what God will do. I want us real quickly just to talk about a couple other relationships because we said this not only applies to a marriage relationship because these verses are talking to all women. And so this should really relate across the board to all of our relationships. So let's just quickly talk on a couple before we finish up today. What about with other family members, friends? What about with our children? Do their hearts feel safe with you? Are their lives enriched? Years ago, we knew a young man who went through some difficult things in his life. And through conversations, we learned that from the time he had been a young child, his family gave him an extremely derogatory nickname. And the family would say, oh, we're just not that mushy-gushy kind of family. We're just sarcastic and we joke and we tease, but we know we love each other. And that's just our way of joking. There's no harm in it. There is harm in it. And years later, to see him as a young man and to see 
the effect of that. It makes me wonder, did his heart ever feel that he could really trust his family to believe in him, to encourage him rather than to put him down? It's as though that nickname, in a sense, prophesied where he wound up, prophesied his future. We've got to be conscious of the atmosphere that we're creating in our homes. Is it an atmosphere where others' hearts feel safe, believed in, and encouraged? Is it an atmosphere that will give a healthy example to the next generation so they know how to walk this out as well? How about with other family members or friends? Do their hearts securely trust that what they share with us is going to stay with us? Or do they think, well, well, we know who not to go to unless we want to broadcast all around town. People need to see us as safe, to know confidently that they can share anything with us. And it's not going anywhere. And beyond that, that we will pray for them, that we will take that seriously and pray for them and encourage them and believe in them. Even right here at Chick Connection, at our tables, we take time after the message each week to have some discussion and to pray for each other, and I love that. And you know what? It thrills my heart because every week I hear amazing reports of women sharing with me, wow, I came and the ladies at my table, they just rallied around me, they prayed for me for this situation, and I just know that they're standing with me. And they'll share reports of what God's done in different situations and scenarios in their life. I hear women saying they know that they can come, and this is a place where women will stand in faith with them, where the women are friendly and warm and genuine and sincere and really stand praying with them. Women come in saying, I can tell this is a safe place. How awesome is that? That is fantastic. And that is who God designed us to be. That kind of woman in every relationship of life. And one last relationship I want to mention this morning. What about in our relationship with God? You know, in Isaiah 54, 5, it says, that your maker is your husband. We are his bride. Can his heart safely trust in us? Can his heart trust in his creation that we're going to surrender our life and give our life back to him? Can his heart trust us with glimpses of our future, things that he wants to do in and through us, knowing that we'll hold and guard those things and pray over them? Or does he know that we'll run and hide and put our head in the sand and say, ah, no, I can't do it, God, I can't do it. Or does he know that if he shares something with us, we're going to run to somebody in authority who can make it happen, who can open the door for us and make that happen, rather than just waiting on him to do it? Can the heart of our Father safely, confidently, securely trust in us, his daughters? Can he trust us with the gifts and talents that he's given us? Will we use them? And if we use them, 
Will we use them for his glory and not our own? In Proverbs 3, it talks about uh, trusting his, uh, he trusts us to keep his commandments, to write them on our hearts. Can he really trust us to do that, to get into his word, to discover what his word says, to dig in as we do this study and allow his word to become ingrained on our hearts? Can he trust us to be women who don't make excuses for everything, who don't make excuses for our poor behavior and say, well, if, if they hadn't done that to me, I, I would have responded differently. If it wasn't for this situation in my life, I would have done things differently. Can he trust us to stop blaming, to take responsibility and become the woman he's created us to be? Can he trust us not to be led around by our emotions and be walking volcanoes who could erupt at any moment? Can he trust us to choose his strength over our weaknesses? Can he trust us to recognize our value in him and not question that, not put ourselves down, but in every situation to stop and say, okay, God, I know in the midst of this circumstance, I know I'm valuable to you and you want to do something through me. So use me, show me, let's do it, God. Can he trust us to be that kind of woman? Can he trust us to become this woman that he has designed us to be? To find her within ourselves, to shake her off if need be, shake the dust, the cares of life off, and really become this one he's designed us to be. You know, when he can trust us, it thrills the heart of our Father. But far more than that, it enriches his plans on the earth because it says, here I am, God. I'm who you want me to be so you can use me. Use me to reach others. Use me to do what you want to do through me in my sphere of influence on this earth today. If we become the women he's created us to be, if he can trust us, we enrich his plans. What a thought is that? Ladies, let's become women who live in such a manner that others, husbands, family, friends, God, that others can trust us, find safety, security, refuge in us. And as a result, their lives will be enriched. And as a result, our lives will be enriched as well. Let's pray together this morning. Thank you, Father. God, I just pray for each and every woman in this place right now. And God, where maybe you've shown us where we could make little adjustments in our lives. Father, I thank you so much that you love us and you don't show us those things to condemn us. You show us those things to help us, to cause us to grow to become more and more like you. And Father, I pray that every one of us would be willing to make necessary adjustments all throughout our journey to become more and more the women that you designed us to be. Father, I pray that each one of us will be women who others can trust in securely. Help us to be women who will enrich the lives of everyone we encounter. In Jesus' name.
in Jesus' name. And ladies, just right now, while your heads are bowed and your eyes are closed, 